This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by Heaps Normal, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. If you want free shipping around Australia, head over to heapsnormal.com and put duty-free as a code in the checkout page and next thing you know, on your way out the door to Pilates, you'll be tripping over a carton of the stuff on your welcome mat. Get around it. That is all. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the Out the this crashes. Out the fucking door. Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rack can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Luke Heggie, and I'm flying solo today. Uh, Cody's indisposed. We do have the bulk of the episode in the can from last week when we recorded some other stuff, so don't panic. Um, not a lot going on for me in rainy old dirty town Sydney. Uh, went to Yapoon on the Queensland coast for Friday for a gig. It's great. Haven't been there for decades. And then, as it turns out, twice in two months, we're going to be back there on the weekend of November 1819 for the Cap Coast Comedy Fest with a bunch of other comics from around the country. Uh, on top of the stand-up, there'll be a live mid-flight brawl show. So if you're in the region, come watch a bunch of bewildered Queenslanders wonder exactly what's going on as I talk gibberish and Cody plays with these little sound bites. Um, while I was up there on Friday, I did see a late-night street fight, about a dozen participants. The Wallopers showed up, broke it up pretty smartly, good on the boys in blue for keeping the streets safe. Uh, just a good old-fashioned 2am country pub Street brawl, nothing major. There was a time when two blokes used to go outside and settle a score and then go back in and have a beer together. Not anymore. Thanks to video games, superheroes for adults and the highly defined dichotomy of opinions and beliefs, an argument with another person automatically turns them into your lifelong mortal enemy. Couple that up with the youth being told they're brilliant at every turn and getting themselves big unnecessary gym muscles as accessories and you got yourself a powder keg of idiots capable of causing some big damage out on the streets, so take it easy. I mean, it's not to be punched in the head myself for many years, and I just don't take enough time aside, I think, to acknowledge how much I enjoy that. Um, while I'm here, thanks very much for the patrons for chipping in a bit each month to keep this thing going. I haven't had to swing a hammer for some time because of you people supporting the podcast, and if you want to get in on the extra fortnightly episodes that come out, there are more than 50 in the bank. 
you can access straight away. And um, while I'm down here, I did have a complaint come across my desk about ad placement during the regular episodes. So I had a listen and thought, yeah, that is literally mid-sentence. That would really annoy me if I'd paid for a service and that happened. Yuck. But then you don't, do you? If you want to avoid having to sit in your house having a good Aussie battler whinge about stuff, then you can sign up to Patreon economy level or above and access the normal episodes ad-free. Furthermore, when discussing this complaint with one Nicholas J. Cody, I found that he specifically requests for the ads to go in mid-sentence in the middle of the episode to maximise the annoyance level for the whiners. Just when you think he couldn't like that bloke more. And um, all down here too, actually, complaining to me via social media, that's not on. I have a specific complaints form on my website, lukeheggie.com. Word to the wise, I've maxed them out. So I can't even read them anymore without paying the company that does the survey. So... I won't be doing that. That's not really the point of complaining anyway, is it? So fill your boots and uh, fill out a multi-choice complaints form and send it off to the void and we all win. Anyway, better get moving. I'm busy. Uh, This weekend I'm doing a Jetstar Red Eye from Darwin to Sydney, followed an hour later by a flight to Perth. Not ideal. I will be limbering up beforehand in case there's an issue. So anyway, enjoy the episode. See you next week. All right, mate, this week, if you can cast your mind back to October 30, 1998. Nice singing there, mate. <laughs> um, we're going to uh, the West Midlands. Hey, it may have mentioned, I reckon the last bunch of eps, there's a lot of 98, 99, early 2000, I reckon September 11. A lot of people pulled their heads in for a few years. Yeah, they did, but then they came back strong, and they're yeah, back stronger than ever now. Oh, yeah. It's the pendulum of People uh, will not rubbery. get better. Yeah. Doesn't last <laughs> long. Well, people are back to sneezing on the bus and shit now. Who cares? No <laughs> one gives a shit in the end. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. People, people turn up to work sick. Go, it's just the flu. Go, all right. <laughs> I think a few things have changed irrevocably, like um, mm. the Cash. way people – don't bother going to work if they've got a bit of a sniffle now mm. and the way they demand refunds if they're sick, if they've bought a ticket to a live show or yeah. something, that sort That's of shit. That's my favourite. Yeah. No, nah, man. Sorry. Didn't make you sick. Yeah, you know what? I've never heard anyone with an actual illness hit me up, go, fuck, man, bad news, just found out cancer. I'm in chemo, can't yeah. make it. <laughs> oh, I had a guy who, who broke his leg or something Um Something happened oh, fucking in Brisbane and genuinely, I was like, man, hit me up next time. No, 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 I just want to let you know I didn't come because I had a fucking massive accident or something. Like, oh, man, next time you come, hit me up, I'll get your ticket. Nah, it's all right, yeah. mate. But people who are genuinely crook usually don't yeah. bother fucking having a massive whinge. <laughs> the ones who have got every reason to whinge don't do it as much. That makes you think, doesn't it? Modern life. Um <laughs> There has been a bit of a theme recently on English Grubs, actually. Oh, yeah. This is yet another uh, classic fare for our podcast Pepsi. here. <laughs> Pepsi. <laughs> the West Midlands city of Coventry is where our bloke is from today. Home of Lady Godiva, no less, the 11th century activist who rode through the joint nude on a horse, one in the original larrikins. Fuck yeah. She was protesting taxes, taxes 
levied on the citizens by her own husband. Imagine that oh. chat at the dinner table. If you put taxes up, I'm going to get all my gear off and ride through the town like a fucking lunatic. Must have been a standoff. Um, uh, you always, weren't fucking around, love. I'll give you that. Oh, the yeah. next night dinner. Jesus I've always, Christ. I've always loved pro- like protests. I appreciate, especially when the activity has little to do with the issue. It's great. Yeah. I was Didn't, in, um, wasn't there one on the Goldie recently? Someone turned up on a horse? Oh, that was a border issue. Yeah. Right through the border on a horse, yeah. Yeah. At speed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dig the spurs in and go. Yeah. They do have, uh, modern protesters do seem to have a bit of an affinity with the olden days, don't they? They're a bit eureka, mm. a little bit fucking gold rush era. We saw it in America. We see it here. The good old days, the good old boys, <laughs> a lot of that. Melbourne, in fact, home of the arts and progression. Uh, mm. They don't mind mass street gatherings. Oh no, they walked up the Westgate Bridge last year. Well, every time there, there's something going on. I was there recently. Burke Street appears to be the easiest to commandeer. And um, I was there, when was I there a couple of weeks ago when I saw, I didn't see you actually. I was there for, that was only a week or so ago. Yeah. There was an anti-mask rally, but it was after oh. mask mandates had been lifted. Well, they don't really keep up with the news. I must have had a booked in and thought, fuck it, we're going anyway. <laughs> you gave us what we wanted. That's not what we wanted. What we wanted is to fight, fight a bit more, you know. Might as well give the Eureka flags a bit of a run. I'll tell you, you can say what you want about racists, but they don't mind completely changing the meaning of symbols, do they? Oh, no. The uh, swastika was a good luck symbol until about 100 years ago. Eureka's gone a similar way. Workers' rights <laughs> and unionism through to its current get-off-my-fucking-land meaning that it's got now. Pretty good. Um, also from Coventry. In the I, also, I also do love a lot of don't put poison in my body while someone's just fucking smashing darts walking oh, down a main street. Darts fine though. There's no evidence to suggest that <laughs> there's a problem. Did my yeah. own research. Yeah. My grandpa lived to 86, smoked every day. Yeah. The ceiling above his recliner was yellow. <laughs> Nothing wrong. Um, I do love it, by the way, a yellow, the yellow. Mustache. Almost like a yellow Hitler Mustache, yeah, as a part of a full mustache where just dart smokers rolled through <laughs> the fucking tips, mustache tips it from Zurry Smoke is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, from Coventry, of course, is Scar Revival band The Specials, which experienced a revival themselves in the late 90s thanks to the rise of snowboarding and that particular semi criminal pastime, searching for an identity, stopping off at Scar along the way. It's you. Trumpet. Oh, Scar. Um, also Ten from, Empire, I can't get around. It's that the same song. Fucking, yeah. That song from the early 2000s. That oh, hello, hello. Hated it. <laughs> Easy to get sick of very, very quickly. Myself took about half an hour, um, at which point they'd played it four times on the radio. <laughs> Also from Coventry, the perennially underachieving football team, the Sky Blues. Never done much, sucked in, except in 1996, and I remember this, when the most horrific injury occurred to David Boost, busting both his tibia and fibula in one shot. It's disgusting to see. Yuck. The uh, Man United goalkeeper, 
who was right there. Yeah. Studs out. Schmeichel. No, he just saw it. And he yeah. vomited on the pitch when he had a squeeze <laughs> right on the penalty spot pretty much. Had to clean oh, really? It up. Oh, it was disgusting. It was I don't, like, have a look at it if you want, but don't. I, I thought it was going to be recommend. like a deer, like a deer with a car. Like, I thought it was going to be more, they've never seen an actual injury, so they don't know what to do. They just freeze and stare at it. Oh, no, this was. It's more fake rolling around. Unbelievable. Like, I don't want to, I'm not looking at it ever again. Right. I still remember it. Oh, the no Miami Dolphins quarterback. Tua, oh fuck, I forget his last name. Tua, he got he got knocked out a couple of weeks ago, real bad one. Passed all the concussion protocols, came back this week, sling tackle into the ground, fucking the, the fingers curled up in front of his head, to feet like toes pointed, like he's doing ballet, yeah, and the fingers were all curled up, and everyone went, probably let him back in a bit too soon. Doctor got fired. All oh, right, the doctor who let him pass the concussion protocol got booted. How many fingers am I holding up? Straight them out, and I'll tell you. <laughs> Man, he was gone. Ooh. But um, a tibia and fibula, that, that's oh quite man. an effort. It was fucking gross. Remember, kids, um, drink milk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, milk would have saved this. Also from Coventry, of course, our mate for the day, Stephen Handy. Beautiful. 39 years old, prime of his life. Although nearly every article on the bloke Says he's from somewhere different. King of the road. Can't cage a bloke like this. He's a renegade. Yeah. Uh, Stephen is a surprise. Stephen with a PH. Is he a traveller? No. You know, not the traveller is in on a plane. Traveller no, is in. The racist one. No. Yeah. Um, Caravan for me, ma. He's Stephen with a PH. PH. Oh. Sorry. Stephen with a V would be far more believable for this bloke. With a V is a more tip rat version of the name, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Stephen Job does appear to be drifter. That's all the internet could come up with. Drifters, usually up yeah. to no good, are they? Except for John Rambo. He was a drifter. Didn't want any trouble. It found him. Yeah. just wanted to, Didn't he just want a meal? I watched that again the other day. Yeah, he just wanted to walk through the town. Yeah, have a Grab squeeze. A meal, let him on his way. Couldn't let him do it, could they? And then all the rest of it happened. Um, the flight is air tours. Flight oh, they're 463, back. Gatwick to Malaga, genuine hotbed <laughs> route. <laughs> Again, we've mentioned this before. When we started this podcast, we thought we were going to get a lot of, like the, you know, the Southern Gold Hemisphere, tip, yeah, Tiprat right. Triangle, Gold Coast, Embassar, Phuket. And <laughs> Perth. rarely have they popped up. Yeah, not too much. Um, no. Anything out of England that's not Heathrow. That's on a hair trigger. Mm. Gatwick Airport, that was a bit tired even then. Yeah. Um, especially now. In 1998, uh, they were off the back of a series of brawls on Air Tours flights. Air Tours, as we know, became part of Thomas Cook and continued to live the dream for a couple of decades. <laughs> um, Stephen was in possession of a one-litre bottle of vodka before getting on. Beautiful. I'm guessing at that stage of human evolution, 1998, and still had that funny prawn cracker net stuff around the bottle. <laughs> hey, they they still do that now. They still got that stuff. I thought yeah. they switched to the orange net, the, like a bag of oranges shit net or nothing. Oh, what do you mean by the prawn cracker net then? Uh, yeah, you know what I, you know what I mean. The the that <laughs> texture of fucking spongy net. So it's like a oh yeah. You know after yeah, McDonald's stopped using the non non biodegradable. 
hardback burger containers. They've gotten them and cut yeah. them up. Duty free, continue living the dream using polystyrene. <laughs> yeah, I've um, said the polystyrene ones are still going. That sort of stretchier, the stretchier one. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen it for some time. I've seen one. those, yeah. Um, one litre bottle of vodka. Most of it had gone by the time he stepped on the plane. Must have had a hole in the bottom. The be- I reckon the best place you can see a one litre bottle of vodka is with sparklers coming out in the VIP booth of a nightclub. That's best case scenario for a one litre bottle of vodka. Anywhere out to, and that's not great, but that's how low the bar is for what you're up to with a one litre bottle of vodka. Oh, do they do one litres or isn't it one, one, two, fives yeah. in the shops? Or is it one litre even? You can get all types. Oh, okay. I thought the litre, the flat, even litre was just strictly duty free. Because when I used to work in the shop, I'd been to, haven't had a look at the spirits. You know, shelf for a couple of decades, but was one one two fives or seven fifties or seven hundreds. They switched to. I thought you um, suburban Brisbane in the nineties, it'd just be rum, just rums going there's out. There's heaps the door. of rum, but there'd be one one two five or seven hundred mils. I that's mean, an, and that's it. New era. One liter was not all. possible in the shops. <laughs> um, Stephen was told he would not be served alcohol and had to sit in the back row of the aircraft away from the other passengers. So, obviously, that's just oh. free. That's well, he's got a litre of vodka already, and they've put him near the drinks. Mm. You well, know, can't recline the seat in the back row. To that, that it makes even me angry. Different era, still allowed on the plane. What do you make of having the you know, in the back row? I know you don't sit in there often, but I have before. Having the seat recline the two centimetres possible, and having the stewardesses or male stewardesses, as you say sometimes, telling you to put it upright. <laughs> That's happened to me. I reckon that's not on. That's yeah. when telling people what to do overtakes reason. Well, fuck <laughs> off. There's no one behind me. There's a wall, a couple of centimetres. Yeah. I'm not offending it. Let me have it down. The, the one I don't understand is the um, emergency exit rows because generally 13 and 14 on yeah. a Boeing 737. So row 13, you can't put the seat back. That makes sense. But I don't think you can in row 14 either. Well, but it's like that's just going back into row fifteen, and if anything, it's given more people room to get the fuck out of the door if anything goes wrong. Oh, you looking at the safety aspect? I'd, I'd look more at the discomfort of row fifteen people. Safeties, like they might as well not have them. Honestly, I don't put them. I never put the seat back anyway on a domestic flight under two hours because I was raised correctly. Yeah, but I think I think that people do more harm than good. Um, okay. Even well, I've seen the sort of people they put in safety rows. Not always people capable of lifting a door. Oh no! I'm just standing on the seat screaming like they've seen a fucking mouse or something. I've I've almost dobbed people in. They can't put their bag in the overhead thing. You go well. You can't get a fucking door off. Get yeah. out of the way. Mm. Oh, but I can't dob. Everyone's. I'd equal. rather die than dob. All those <laughs> like there's no way I would have been. I would have been the only person off that flight that I was on about six months ago, and those massive tanks were next to me. At least I was in the window. I would have been the only one. <laughs> To get out. No By the way, way, that that video, that's when you sent me footage of the weeping wound yeah. on the person next to you to, up against your hand or up against your arm, sorry. Yes. And uh, I put a little cut up of it on TikTok. Mm. And to this day, I haven't checked, I haven't put anything on TikTok in ages. Still people battling, new battles taking part because of the algorithm. It just gets spat out whenever. It's not like Instagram. People can still see it occasionally. What are they doing? They you against me in this situation or something. Fat shaming versus, oi, don't be a fucking weeping wound pig. 
cover your fucking wound up. You shouldn't be able to film someone. Fuck you. This there person's actually arms some weeping. people against battles me in that. Yeah, it's the internet, mate. Like I get people against me all the time in other issues, but on that, that's one hundred percent. I <laughs> am not in the wrong hey, there. I can't. That's be. the internet. Well, <laughs> fucking hell, it's the internet. Oh. Yep. Um, as soon as the uh, as soon as the cabin doors closed, he began shouting at the flight attendants. They still hadn't taken off. He's an idiot. Um, he became more and more abusive towards flight attendant. Fiona Weir after takeoff. At one point, he put her hand on her stomach and asked her if she was pregnant. Jesus. Fiona dealt with it, but then suspected he'd been smoking in the dunny. He's pretty, he's pretty maggot by now. And um, yeah. he was told by Fiona to stop smoking on the plane. He said in response, what do you reckon? How many words? Um, oh, too many. Seven. <laughs> it's not what you think. Uh... Get fucked. I can smoke if I want to. Close. I'm not smoking, you fucking bitch. <laughs> don't tell a hooligan from right. Coventry to put his dart out. They don't like it. Um, I mean, that should really have been the end of the story, but no. Nag, nag, nag. Do you think she, you think she accused him because as he's asked the question, the last bit of smoke's come out the nostril <laughs> like a little bogan dragon? Nostril, yeah, nostril smoke's not, not great. <laughs> Not a lot of gentlemen doing that. Um, yeah, I just let him like have his diary, will you, Fiona? He sat in his seat, knocked off the rest of the vodka. Lita gone. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Good choice. <laughs> Not bad. Good choice. <laughs> One liter. That is not bad. Good choice. Um, who's troublesome for the uh, for the entire two hour fifty minute? Flight. Uh, he shouted to passengers, "Give them so much shit, they love it." When talking about what you should be, how you should be treating the flight attendants. Wow, um, they love it. And when, when it, at one point when he did grab Fiona, um, he wanted to know if she's pregnant. He said, "Are you fucking pregnant, you bitch?" So, wow. how else is he supposed to find out? Um, work on the bedside manner. I know, Stephen. Yeah, there's there's workarounds. Um, he would only calm down when confronted by male flight attendants. Once they were gone, he'd get abusive again. Oh. Like, I don't know why they'd station Fiona anywhere near him after this shit. Yeah. But she was. Uh, he then started beating his head against a seat in front of him, trying to make himself sick, and then he, and then he passed out. Well, do you think it was the male flight attendants saying, hey, Fiona, you've been telling us how strong you have to be to give birth to a baby. All right. <laughs> Here's time. Oh. Show show Stephen a bit of this toughness. Yeah, I don't know. I hope not. Um, when the when the plane landed in Malaga, um, no diversion, nothing, just straight there, different time, oh, mate. If Air Two was diverted every time someone from England was drunk on the way to Spain, it was <laughs> they'd just be circling Gatwick. Yeah, taking up space. It'd be like more like a NASA takeoff. Yeah, you know where just last minute they go, fuck, sorry, we can't do it. Yeah. Clouds. <laughs> oh, you just you just flip a coin if you're going to fill the tank properly or not. <laughs> Don't bother. I saw the I saw the filth getting on. Um, plane landed in Malaga. Captain announced to everyone that they were waiting on the runway for the police. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is a mistake. Don't tell them in advance. Gives them time to prepare a counterattack. Yeah. And I don't think enough gets made of this. That's inciting violence. Let the filth come on board unannounced and get the bastard. None of the following would have happened mm. if he just shut up, just said, you know, we're just lining up the doors or something. Tell a white lie. Yeah. Um, of course, you don't have to be honest. The police should almost come on dressed as cleaners or something. Yeah. And just start belting the fuck out of him and pull a badge out. <laughs> gotcha. Just a long line of ponytailed Casey Rybecks walking out <laughs> from the galley. KC fucking Ryback. Um, all the passengers turned to Stephen and started abusing him for the year. Oh, good yeah. One, dickhead. You're going home in the back of a divvy <laughs> Um, Just a bit of, yeah, now we've all got to sit here while you get taken away. You're ruining my holiday, that sort of shit. Fiona tried to step in and calm everyone down. She's a good egg. Oh. Um, Stephen repaid her act of goodwill. Um, trying to calm the mob down by exploding into a drunken rage. Stephen shouted, fuck off, it's the fucking bitch's fault here. And then Fiona told him to sit down. Um, then he put his face two inches from hers and I'll said- I'll tell you what book he wasn't reading on the flight, How to Win Friends and Influence People. No, I don't Stephen believe is Dale Carnegie he just keeps covered digging. the you're a fucking bitch <laughs> angle. I- it's almost impressive in the way that the leader of vodka has not slowed him down. That is 22 standard drinks. No, 22 and a 750. It's got to be, it's close to 30 standard drinks. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, <laughs> Stephen shouted. In one go with no food. Oof. Yeah. Fuck off. It's the fucking bitch's fault here. And Fiona told him to sit down. He put his face two inches from hers and said, you're laughing at me, you fucking bitch. Hasn't Jesus. got a lot of range. Sort of <laughs> vodka's uh, hampered his vocabulary a little bit. Um, also, By the way, again, I don't want to, you know, you don't want to glorify this bloke. Clearly, a terrible human. But getting out those words, like the fact that people can understand anything he's saying. Yeah, good effort. You kind of know if you're going to slur, you can't go too complex. You've yeah. got to keep it fairly simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Uh, it was pretty any state, so you could still st- still take some mad weapons on a plane, but he didn't have any, however, so he had to improvise. So what he's done is he's hit her over the head with his vodka bottle. Oh, Smashing Jesus. the bottle, permanently disfiguring Fiona. Then he Not used the, bad, good choice. Then he's, he's used the, the broken bottle to give her a back massage in for a penny mentality that consumes these fuckwits. Um, Jesus Christ. Four passengers jumped on him and saved Fiona before he could do more damage. Um, Fiona's managed to open the door and flee the plane, collapsing at the bottom of the stairs, bleeding profusely. She's pregnant. Well, I don't know. That's Stephen's take on it. Oh, that was Stephen's take. Sorry. Yeah. Um, 
She, Not great either way. But. No. Stephen then injured a Spanish police officer while resisting arrest. And they were in uh, they were in Malaga, as we mentioned, Jewel of the South, gateway to Andalusia. Uh, Malaga is one of the oldest cities in Europe. 2,800 years of continuous habitation, Malaga. Pablo Picasso and Antonio Banderas, both born there. Plus, interestingly, <laughs> earlier this year, one of your brethren, a Liverpool yeah. heroin dealer, uh, David Ungi was arrested there after a murder he'd taken part in in 2015 in Liverpool. He shot a teenager off the back of a motorbike with a shotgun. Good laugh. Gee, whoa. Then he went to Spain a few hours later, leaving his mates to pick up the life sentence slack back in Liverpool, and he got caught in May 2022. Spanish don't seem to give a fuck about British crims hanging out over there, do they? Um, no. It's, a, it's the tourists. Guess what sort of place he got arrested in? What sort of establishment? Oh, an Irish pub? No, nah, it was a gym. Oh, yeah. There you go. If you're on the run, just stay away from gyms. <laughs> I mean, there's mirrors everywhere. You can see who's coming up. Like, keep an eye on the, on the crowd. If you've got seven years under your belt, you'd, you'd probably reckon you've gotten away with it. I'd keep moving if it were me. Just work out at home. Get away from work. <laughs> yeah. Or just keep running. No need to work out. <laughs> Malaga is, of course, now home to a little pool of hostess blood on the tarmac as well. Um, Handy, who had terrified. Do you think they, like, do you think the UK cops just call Malaga? Say, hey, someone just shot someone here. Um, just keep an eye out for him. So, oh, do you suspect him of coming here? Well, yeah. Yeah. Of course, it's Malaga. Clearly. That's why we're here. First stop. <laughs> Didn't even go to his mum's house. Just came straight to Malaga. <laughs> See if he's on the beach. Handy had uh, terrorised the 180 people on board. He was seized by police and went to hospital where he kicked another officer. Jeez. And then he was he was breathalyzed just for a laugh, I think. He wasn't driving anywhere. He I've came got to in. have a guess at this. He came yeah, in. Can at, I have a guess at this? Yeah, go on. I'm going to go, uh, It's because it's fucking incredible, the amount he's had. I'm going to say 0.324. No, but I like the cut of your Ooh. jib. Take what you thought and double it. <laughs> Eight times the legal driving limit, which is 0.08 there. So 0.64 he was. Fucking hell. That, I think, isn't that, you're almost borderline death. Well, yeah, to put that in perspective, anything 0.04 and above puts you at high risk of falling into a coma. Wow. So, yeah, you should be dead, really. I think he's done more than just a litre vodka. But then it is only a couple of hours. He's, well, an hour probably. He knocked that off. Well, is there a – shit. Is it, I just had a look, healthline.com. Is there a lethal blood alcohol content? And it's once your blood alcohol content is 0.4 or over, yep. it's dangerous territory. At this level, there's a risk of coma or death. Yeah. And so he hasn't had a drink for a while, so – it takes half an hour to get in your bloodstream. He necked it all in the first hour of the flight, no? Yeah. He's coming down, he's coming down from somewhere. Mm. That's, I didn't mention any stomach pumps or anything like this. Um, obviously, though, the cuffs went on straight then. Oh, yeah. um, Status arrested. But then, straight after, released on bail. Why not? What do you mean? He later jumped bail and fled to Britain. Our conditions obviously didn't extend to telling border control not to let him leave the country. It's fucking attempted murder. Nah, he seems like a good bloke. He'll come back. 
Uh, yeah, but it it's also a bit hard for him. Hey, Border Control, heads up. There's a drunk bloke named Stephen from England. Keep an eye out. Or, yeah, but they could, while he's in the lockup at point six four, take his passport, for example. Um, although, not long after, a few months, in fact, guess where Stephen went on holidays? No, if, you, if you fucking say Malaga, <laughs> no. <laughs> to be fair, he probably forgot. Yeah. It's a bit... <laughs> Um, a few months later, oh. with some mates. Oh, fuck, he's gone. <laughs> that's, a, that's amazing, isn't it? What a fucking oh. ego. I'd choose somewhere else to go for a holiday later on. I'd skip bail. Um, a few months later. No, but I think mentally a, mentally a bloke like that, just his, his uh, knowledge of geography, he probably only knows Malaga yeah. to go on holiday. He doesn't. It's like he when you're in the early it. stages of, the video, of a video game, you open the map. Most of it's blacked out. You haven't explored it yet. Yeah. He's just got Coventry, Malaga. <laughs> yeah. Get to Gatwick, go to Malaga. Maybe he thinks there's multiple Malagas all over the world. Try another one. Malaga's just a word for somewhere else. Um, he thinks it's like a Weatherspoons. <laughs> yeah. He's with some mates and uh, an anonymous gobber tipped off authorities. He and his three mates were arrested at the airport in Malaga under suspicion of having drugs on them. But they're released without charge. No drugs on them. Yeah. So he's there. Have your holiday. Went back to Britain again. Um, your favourite journal. What did he do a week later? Hey boys, I was just thinking. You ever keen on going to Malaga? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, this can't. <laughs> the vodka's wrecked him. Yeah. The, uh, the Irish Mirror, the newspaper you always talk yep. about. Ironically named, really. The Irish don't appear outwardly to own mirrors. They're quite partial to a comb, though, aren't they? Running a disgusting little pocket comb through the greasy, thin red strands. Uh, the mirror traced him to a pub in Essex and returned him to Spain. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, they got the filth to do it. hope the Spanish police and the English bobbies, for that matter, all thank the mirror for their tireless and selfless work bringing criminals to justice. Bacon can just take a back seat in the UK and let the tabloids uphold common law. I didn't know that for an online newspaper subscription. They're using that. Ca- I thought they were paying journalists, but they're getting fucking Dog the Bounty Hunter of Ireland to. Dog the Bounty Hunter's <laughs> probably got journalists in his uh, in his list of stuff he's up to. <laughs> Bounty hunting's a pretty big part of investigative journalism. Like the Aussie ones, those Aussie tabloid press, uh, the TV ones, they'll go to another country and kidnap a kid. No problem. Whatever. Yeah. You'll actually like it. He unfortunately does not have journalists, but it's pretty good. He's got um, Dwayne. Oh, by the way, did you know Dog the Bounty Hunter's name? His actual du- name? It's Dwayne. Du- yeah, it's Dwayne. D-U-A-N-E. Yeah. Dwayne Chapman is an American television personality, bounty hunter. You, you. And former bail bondsman. You. More Busy. Oh, bondsman, that's some sort of, that's foreign to us, isn't it? That's just a, a middleman, like outsourcing authority, isn't it, to the private sector? Yeah, I've never. A bit like their jails. I've only ever seen it on American TV shows. I don't yeah. know, does it happen here? Do we have them in Australia? No idea Bale what bondsman? that is. Like I just know the term. It's crazy shit. Do they the, put uh, up the cash for people? Mate, I don't know. don't know. Yeah. Uh, the Spanish, reluctant to deal with him, just let him go again. 
See you, Steve. <laughs> Three times a charm. A, uh, a two-year campaign led by Fiona and her husband led to the Foreign Office persuading Spain to bring charges to the ponytailed Stephen Handy. Oh, I should have guessed. First person to be extradited from England to Spain to face a trial. Uh, you'll not guess what Stephen had been up to in the meantime. He's concocting a defence, obviously, yeah. while also making a new friend. Guess who his new friend was? Oh, I don't know. I've got God. No, I've, I've, oh, mm. of course. Yep. Uh, Steve Good said, timing. <laughs> you'll, you'll like this too. Steve said, I shouldn't have been allowed to board that plane when everyone could see that I was drunk. So, technically, beautiful. Not oh, Stephen's wow. Fault, was it? Wow. The maggot defense. He's gone with that. <laughs> Most blue chip lawyers trundle out that as a first resort. Break a duty free vodka bottle over a flight attendant's head. Not his fault. You just shut the fuck up and cop what you're getting. If anything, it's the bottle. Oh, yeah, that's true. Why was the bottle made of glass? Yeah, it's a plane. That's dangerous. Oh, whoever blew that glass should be in jail. Um, <laughs> didn't remember much of the attack, and for once I believe him. Yeah. That's a, it, a lot of booze. Um, he he rocks, was, up, rocks up to court with a vodka bottle. Vodka bottles don't kill people. Yeah. <laughs> Flight attendants that let drunk people on a plane with a vodka bottle, they kill people. <laughs> He's on holiday and thought a drink would help me to relax, in his words, just a litre of vodka in a two-hour time frame. Um, <laughs> Fiona wasn't there in court, but she had made some statements. Stephen arrived in court with a Bible to give to his victim, yeah. For yeah. stating, I would have liked to give Fiona this Bible as a sign of my repentance and Christian love. So, But she opens it, she opens it up and there's just a hip flask in there. Yeah. Cut out. <laughs> cut the pages out. <laughs> He also, he also wore a crucifix and a T-shirt with the words, Jesus is God on the back. Right. T-shirt that makes no court. sense. God's Jesus' yeah. dad. That's like saying Nick yeah. is Jeff and putting that <laughs> on a shirt. Um, he said, and this is good, he said he's off the drink, wanted to help the airlines to stop the drinking of alcohol on flights. Oh, fucking, don't, just because you can't drink, fuckhead. The real culprit Don't in wreck it for everyone else. <laughs> I have been maggot hundreds of times on a plane. Never yeah. hit anyone with a vodka bottle. Yeah. I did once ask for some air. I said, can I please use your oxygen tank? And they said, no, you can have a ginger ale. <laughs> what? There's a person there with an oxygen tank up their nose and you wanted a whiff? No, or... I'd, been, <laughs> I'd been at Beer Fest in Frio all day. This is about yeah. 2014. And uh, then just, you know. Have they got an oxygen tank sitting there for medical emergencies? I assume so. So just give us some. I'm in a oh, bad way. Yeah. Just these ones. <sighs> you put your mouth up to the little air con thing up <laughs> on the ceiling. <laughs> the <Yeah>. roof straw. <laughs> a bit of fucking roof nang. <laughs> um, Fiona said. Just one nostril. Just chuck yeah. it in one nostril. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past people to do that. Some people airing out their fucking their their Speak. shitty gusset hundies and those things yeah. and putting their shoes on them and shit, get a bit of air. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> um Fiona said, every time any female crew went near him, he called us cunts, slags, sluts, and whores. So wrong earlier. He did have a bit of vernacular mm. about him. Uh the God he found just before his trial was clearly a different God to the one he made him get maggot and say all that stuff. Still, 
pretty hard not to completely forgive a bloke like that. He completely admitted that he'd uh, injured the Spanish police officer and copped the GBH of Fiona. She was a wreck. Quit her job. Traumatised. Understandable. Um, prosecutors demanded a six-year jail sentence. Is that all? That is all. I, re- I know we're 130-odd eps in, but this is one of the most graphic mm. ones yet, I believe. That's oh, crazy. Like a broken vodka bottle over a flight attendant's head. Is- and, then, and then stabbing with the shards. That's not a fucking smear shit on the wall or a tackle someone or, you know, oh, no, this is, this punch is another bloke. Attempted murder. Yeah. Cut and Six dry. years. Yeah. He received uh, four years and four months in jail. Come on. Stephen said in court, yeah, I know it was bad and everything, but I reckon three years would be fair. So he's still, <laughs> still haggling. It's also ordered to pay 6000 Pounds to Fiona Weir and six hundred and ten pounds to the police officer, and he was uh, banned for life from flying on air tours and Virgin Atlantic flights. Fiona Weir, she sued the airline afterwards. Not sure all the results of that, but someone tried to murder me. I don't reckon four years and six grand would satisfy me either. No, I want some of that sweet drug money he had stashed away. I reckon as a drifter. Um. On top of the 18 stitches she got, Fiona had to see a psychologist and suffered from nightmares and headaches thereafter. Never worked as a flight attendant ever again. Um, Six grand. Yeah, it's not good enough, is it? No. Vodka bottle across the head. You know the mistake she's made? Not America. Yeah. Say what you will about America. That'd be, she's got $5 million there. Oh, you'd think so. I mean, David Dow, that was worse, worse than the fall of Saigon, but he got busted teeth, not as bad as a vodka bottle across the head. Mm. Busted teeth, I reckon. Like undisclosed millions, that's probably 20-ish. What mm. about the doctor? Was it United Airlines? Yeah, it's Dr. David Dow, who got dragged off. Yeah. 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 What did he get? Well, it doesn't. it's hard to know. It's, it's not ah. being published, but I reckon 20 because it was so yeah. widely publicised. Oh, no. and, oh, in China, rumours are flying an alleged $140 million settlement. Yeah. It wouldn't have been that much. That is a lot. A few different websites are saying 100 million. $140 million. Man. Jesus. Well, you just got talk. tackled, no? Dragged off. I oh, ended up getting busted teeth and stuff. I think he was mm. doing that, hold, hold everything on the way out and put your head yeah. under everyone's, you know, just make it worse. I don't know. Mm. Well, it's like Saigon, like getting dragged onto Chopper at the – of a rooftop of a building that's collapsing in Saigon. As he said, yeah. it's worse than that. Yeah, worse. Um, four years, four months in prison in Spain. Plenty of time to memorise the Bible, though. Oh, yeah. And put his life to good use upon release. Maybe he would insert himself back into society by helping others, you'd think. Or maybe he'd just go back to being a hell's angel drug runner like he was. Yeah. Oh great! So hell's angel. So the Jesus, the Jesus ship wore thin as soon as he heard four years, four months. Oh yeah, laugh. Yeah. Fuck. Explains a drifter title, there, doesn't it? Um, he did though. Like he got banned from air tours and Virgin Atlantic. He also got banned from all British airlines, and you know, well before its time, pre-Brexit, he's been banned from the Euro Tunnel and the ferry companies. So you're stuck <laughs> in the arc. Yeah buddy 
hopefully he's hopefully he's concocted a workaround. Maybe he's put those big aqua bike wheels on his Harley Davidson, get across the channel, <laughs> pick up a few vacuum sealed uh, bags of Jesus Christ. Um, what do you think? Do you think the, uh, as soon as he heard the Euro Tunnel, he's like, "Fuck, I can't even drive to Malaga." Oh, the ferry! I can't even catch the ferry to Malaga. He just thinks that all all yeah. roads lead to Malaga. Well, they do in a way. Um, yeah. <laughs> no Malaga holidays. <laughs> Malaga, not that nice anyway. Around it, pretty good city. Bit of a dive. You been? No, I assume it's like your Cuda in Bali situation. We go. I'll take your word for go that. Go ten k any direction out of there. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful, gorgeous. Staying, <laughs> buddy. Staying, Cooter. Fucking hell. Oh, a lot of Aussie bar. It sounds so good, Cooter. Cooter lines. Like you'd, you'd be spewing if you booked a hotel from here, sight unseen, in beautiful Cooter, and just oh, you had to stay there. Or Bangkok, for that matter. Same sort of deal, no? One night's no, enough. No, but Bangkok's and Bangkok's a beautiful city. Yeah, yeah. Heaps of stuff going on. Cooter is exactly what you think it is. Mm. <laughs> Bangkok's got a lot going on. Cooter does not. Yeah. We're going to get you there, though, Heggy. once we get to 1,000 Patreon subscribers. Years away from even debating that further. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you hear there, is a, there was rumblings, put up a thing on our Instagram. A few people are hitting us up about a podcast cruise. Thoughts, Heggy? Well, do you need to ask me? <laughs> I'm not going on a fucking cruise for anyone. Least of all, people who listen to something and think that gives them some sort of authority to say what we should do, rack <laughs> off. Absolutely not. Well, you can do it. <laughs> you just zoom in from your house, podcast yeah. cruise. Yep. Oh, fuck it, Al. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting the show. If you're not on board yet, get on patreon.com slash Brawl. Get all of our episodes of Land Larrikins. Get... This show, Mid-Flight Brawl, early access and ad-free, and you're helping support us here at the show. As I said, we've got an audio engineer now. We've got a researcher. We're hiring people. We're going to be filming stuff soon. So every dollar helps. Thanks for getting around us. Do appreciate it. We'll see you next week. See you, mate. Take it easy. See you, mate. Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.